drag lovers and twins rejoice. Adam Sandler, who the liberals are calling their fallen messiah, has split his genome in two for the filming of Jack and Jill. Aww! How do you spell family? J-A-C-K-A-N-D-J-I-L-L exclamation point! Featuring Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler. It's the Mrs. Doubtfire of our era. This is one Chino you're going to want to dunk into a movie of uh, to watch that as soon as you can. <laughs> this is Jack and Jill. This movie is horny as shit. <laughs> Their assholes are always out. It's mm. insane. Airtight. Awesome. I'm psychic in many ways. That guy's had like three sandwiches this week. Let's fucking kill him. <laughs> that was, in a word, insane. Clayton's giving birth. I uh, could you would you ever give birth yourself and I could too. Would you ever put yourself in a simulator that like simulates uh like like a birth like what it's like for a woman? You know what I mean? Do you want to hear? So this is not this is this has nothing to do with what you just said. I'm having a really good day. No, I'm just um. Uh, this has nothing to do. Th- oh man, I'm about to get. I'm about to get so canceled. Oh my god! Um, this is not because of any doubt that I have for women, or anything that I feel about men. All right, you are really. Everyone has just turned the podcast <laughs> off. Okay. I think that men are by far weaker. Yeah. Agreed. On abroad. Agreed. I think I could do that. <laughs> like. <laughs> Like push a baby out of your vagina if you have no it? no 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 I think I could wear the simulator <laughs> and I think I would be who awesome. was it that wore it and it didn't hurt them like it was like a a man probably I swear. one of my great ancestors yeah <laughs> because you just you just built different yeah you have yeah. Cro-Magnon DNA yeah uh-huh. um, guys uh-huh. my name is Sir Maxima I'm the illustrious guy who maybe puts on a wig here and there makes a ton of money making people smile making people laugh I, I have a lot of adoring fans you might have seen me on stage maybe last weekend or maybe the one before I'm usually booked basically every weekend on the Friday Saturday the prime spots to be booked I, I have a lot of fun I meet a lot of new people I make a lot of friends along the way and people pay me for photos of uh, posing with their wives I I, I can't can't help that I'm just so loved by a large amount of the population on Earth. And I'm Clayton. And this is Critical, Critical Darling. the only podcast where, you know, two people get together and they just have a really good time and they watch movies yes. and then they talk a little bit about the movie, but mostly about other things that they want to talk about. Yes. Well, who knows why they don't have a podcast where they just do that? Uh, are we sure that nobody else is doing a podcast where they talk about movies? Um, well, our thing is that we're you we're a unique movie podcast because we uh-huh. don't really talk about the movie that we're supposed to talk that's about true, anyway. That's that's so true. that's kind of what sets us apart. We ta- we we've been talking about it after many complaints. Okay, after a lot of complaints, we heard uh-huh. you guys fucking complaining. We'll talk about the movies that we say we're going to talk about. Uh-huh. Fine. At least, look here's our quota. We do about an hour long episode. At least thirty minutes of each episode. <laughs> Which is maybe less than you'd want, but you can't say that we, we don't didn't talk, talk about, about it. Because we talked about it for a little bit. Yeah. And we'll talk about it tomorrow. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> We're going to we, talk about Jack and Jill tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> we have uh, weekly meetings, Clayton and I, uh-huh. <laughs> where we talk about the analytics of the podcast, the future of it. Um, 
Imagine having the time to have a meeting about a podcast that we do. Yeah, that would be We're such be cool. busy guys. We are such busy bodies. Clayton, oh, what okay. good stuff have you watched lately? Oh, and you're drinking that stuff. Okay. I'm drinking, I'm good. Um, I watched, and you best believe that it's good, Fast X. <laughs> um, really? It's good? Yes. IGN tends to disagree. Um, that's fine. They're allowed to. Yeah. I, there's been a lot of, of outcry of hate to this movie Whoa. by bigoted people. Um, <laughs> there's been by people who like uh, movies. Um, what side are you on? I can't tell. I tell me your am, honest opinion. My honest opinion. I have for the past couple of Fast and Furious movies. For 8 and 9. Specifically 8 and 9. I, I've uh-huh. I really enjoyed 7. 8 and 9... Each one, it kind of it felt like we were getting further away from God's what made me like from Dom's love. To be honest, Don's love, yeah. To Dom, Dom, Dominic Toretta. I know that's why I said. Oh, I thought you said Don, and I was no. like, I don't know who that is. Donald <laughs> um, from the should, Donald. He, what if he joined the mafia and he was Don and Nick Toretta? Um, Who's, who is what? Who, what? What reference is that? Uh, like, like Don. Uh, when you oh, when you're a high up like in the Don mafia, John. you're you're yeah. you're a don. Um, so weird. But eight and nine, I still like them. I enjoyed them. I had fun. But each one, it, it felt like we were getting less of that Fast and Furious punch. Um, I was the, and and you know, Fast X has a lot of the stuff in it uh-huh. where I'm like, man, I, this isn't. It's lost a little bit of the magic in some areas, but at the same time, there were so many moments in that movie where I was just absolutely giddy. Um, Jason Momoa in that movie is insane. He is fucking insane. That's insane. So they just find huge, beefy guys and just make them drive cars. Uh Who else? Like, I, I, I can't think of anyone... Who is huge and beefy and an actor in Hollywood right now and is not in one of those movies. I can think of only one, and I think it's because he wouldn't do it, and that's Dave Bautista. Um, he, he's not in them? That's crazy. No, he's yeah. ne- never even in one? No. Um, Why wouldn't he do it? I, I just think he Dave Bautista has been really wanting to pursue more serious acting lately. I like it. Um, he's, he's talked Good a lot. Him. He like enjoys Drax, but he just kind of wants to distance himself from... So many like big muscular men are, are very like typecast and, yeah. and they can only play as a big dumb like, stupid old bitch. Yeah, yeah. There's a very certain type of character that is available to people like John Cena and The Rock. Um, yeah, John Cena Riley. John Cena Riley. There's this quote from a Drag Race contestant named Jimbo. I think I've, I've definitely shown yes. you Jimbo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where she, <laughs> on her first season. Uh, she the judges were just like not being very nice to her the whole season, even though she was so fucking good. Um, and then at one point she was getting critiqued on the stage and they were like, the category was glamor and you're just really not giving us glamor tonight. And she's like, okay, well, I guess I look like some big old dumb bitch. And they were like, okay, well we didn't, (laughs) she like said that to the the judges and they were like, well, I mean, okay, well we didn't say that. Uh-huh. But they were treating her like a big old dumb bitch, but oh. she she's not a big old dumb bitch. I agree. Well, her persona is, but oh. it's great. It's great. Okay. What have I watched recently? Well, I've, yes. I've watched now halfway through 
uh, the video uh, compiling the reasons that Mort from Madagascar is evil. <laughs> That's the only Can thing I've like. Can you send that to me actually, as well? I will because I don't really laugh out loud like watching a lot of YouTube videos <laughs> alone in my car or, or uh-huh. not in my car, in my bedroom or anything like that in my car. Um but this has literally made me laugh out loud like eight times. Um, I almost posted. Is it supposed to be funny or? Yes. Okay. I, okay. I assume. I mean, he's so committed to like compiling why like more is like an evil being from another dimension or something. Uh-huh. And it's he's so in detail on the way he talks about it. It's really funny. I've never heard of him before. His name is The Theorizer. Shout out. No, he has a, party, a bunch of fucking fans. Oh. What else have I watched? Monday. Today's Monday. Yesterday was Sunday. Yesterday was Saturday. Yesterday was Friday. Sunday. I don't think I've watched anything new. I mean, Succession. I'm boring these days. Yeah. I've ruffled a lot of feathers with a lot of people in this apartment saying that I maybe I've never liked since Succession. <laughs> yeah, their feathers are ruffled. I because I fifty percent. I was of the people surprised in this apartment were by surprised. that. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say my feathers were. I feel like feathers you ruffled. Look ruffled. In fr- uh, okay, I'm pissed <laughs> off. Honestly, <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. Feathers ruffled is like angry or whatever. Um, I've just turned a lot of heads uh-huh. when I walk down the street. Yeah, it 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 truly does spread. This last episode um, was very good. It, it, probably watch it. Tomorrow. It makes uh, makes cut on some some stuff that's been broiling under the surface. Pregnancy. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. When I first watched... I mean, spoiler for an episode that happened like three weeks ago. When I first watched the Shiv scene, the pregnancy uh, scene, uh-huh. I thought it was cancer. Uh-huh. I remember. Did I tell you that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just didn't click. I'm telling you, sometimes I just watch things. I'm not stupid. I'm not stupid. Uh-huh. But I will watch a movie or TV show and I don't get it sometimes. I just don't. Fucking get it. Uh, but yeah, I'm, if you can't tell, I'm really energized. I've had Mio today. I've had a lot of. Oh, I thought the door opened. I had a lot of Mio today. What is Mio? Mio is water enhancer. <laughs> I'm, I'm swearing by the, at the altar of Mio, dude. Okay. Uh, it is water flavoring enhancer. And okay. I got one with caffeine in it. And it's really good. It's, it's basically the same as coffee for me, but it's way cheaper because mm-hmm. you can squirt it into a whole bunch of water throughout the day instead of buying a whole coffee. Nice. Um, we also, speaking of things that we saw, we saw a bunch of houses today. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, th- 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 yeah. They were crazy. Some of them were big. Yeah. <laughs> <They> were- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, yeah, I mean, no, yeah, yeah. like, that was fun. Uh, the the look Max, I was like, we saw houses today, and Max immediately so bringing, gave me a look that was like, there's no, we can't talk about it. You're bringing this up right now? Yeah, um, we saw houses, end of discussion, nothing really happened. One there. of the houses we saw was awesome. Was awesome. Max didn't like it, though. Oh, uh, that one? No, I didn't like yeah, that. Yeah, the, the one I've done, the, the one that was really cool. <sighs> That had uh, old lady wallpaper all over it, and some of the rooms inexplicably had shelves nailed to every single wall. <laughs> like I, the room so was like eighty five percent shelf. It was a moment that Clay might listen. We know each other, all known each other for years now. We can yes. read each other. We know each other's moods. Yes, and. <laughs> It was a moment where, like, I, I could, I knew that Clayton could tell that I didn't like the house, but I didn't want to be like, I don't like that, I don't like that, I don't like uh, that. I didn't just want to be like, 
bad, 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 bad. Uh-huh. Um, because everyone else was like, this is cool. This is yeah. awesome. And like our realtor was like smiling. And I was like, I'm not going to come in and ruin the fucking moment. It's 10 in the morning also. Uh-huh. But like, <laughs> I that Clayton could tell I did not like any of the shit in that house. I don't know what, just sometimes you meet someone and you don't think their body is very sexy, uh-huh. but you're not going to tell them on the first date. I think you're a dumb old bitch. That's true. You know? um, and so I felt like I was seeing the insides of that house and it was like looking at a, a, a world I didn't even want to be part of. You know? uh-huh. Speaking of us uh, kind of reading each other a little bit, there was also a moment in uh-huh. this house touring uh, situation <sighs> where, uh, and this person will hear this on the way on their commute to work tomorrow morning, surely. Or maybe right now. Um, or maybe right now. Uh, when we got out of the car and one of the members of our little house viewing party got out and uh, hugged the realtor, um, which it's fair. That, that, that was a fair experience. And Max and I, I think we both kind of looked at each other and resolved like, well, we're not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, and, the Critical Darlings are in touch. That's like the time we went on that ghost tour. Uh-huh. And the first stop, we, we, so we, went, we were in Arkansas and we were getting a tour of all the haunted places in the city. Uh-huh. And after the first stop, Clayton was standing in front of me and it was the first time of this guy being like, this like restaurant is haunted behind me. It's locked and we can't go in, but it's haunted. <laughs> and we're like, wow. Okay. So then after he's like, okay, let's go to the next location now. Clayton turned around to me and the, the, the look he gave me was like, okay, all righty. All right. So this is what we paid for. By the way, on that ghost tour, Clayton paid for my ticket for that. And uh-huh. I this because I was like, I don't know if I want to go. And then we were like, well, if we all take edibles right before we go, it'll be really fun. Mm-hmm. And we all took them and none of us felt anything. And it was excruciating because they were of how bunk. Yeah, they were terrible. That was though. Have I talked about the, we went into at the, the forest, the, the tour ends that was with scary. Uh, we're standing outside. We, again, the forest was at least the forest was open to anybody who wanted to go there. And yeah. we still stood outside of it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he was like the forest behind me, which has a trail clearly leading into it. Uh-huh. But we're going to stand in the parking lot next to it. Yeah. This guy, by the way, he was like, he was talking about himself, mentioning how he's like a studied professor of like ghostology or yeah. something. <laughs> and he's like, and, and this town has an inordinate amount of good. It's like <laughs> such an obvious fucking sham where it's yeah. like, let's go look at these buildings. And he's like, People mm-hmm. often say that they get poked on the back by a ghost here. Yeah, and then he was like, who here has been on this tour before? And literally like eight people raised their hand. And I was like, by the end of it, I was like, they've been on this tour before and uh-huh. they paid for it again. And then my What fa- could you possibly <laughs> stand to gain the second time? <laughs> my favorite part was whenever he we like went to the second location after the first shitty, uh-huh. shitty place and we kinda like stopped in the middle of this like courtyard or something or like on the street. Yeah. And then he's like, our next location is over there. And he pointed like across the city to a, a, like an old, like burned out, uh, burned, burned out building way far away. And he's like, it's that place there. And we were like, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> he's like, people say, if you look at it, you see someone waving in the window or something. Uh-huh. And, and then me and Aspen after the fact, we're like looking at it and we were like, oh, we, fit, we, we saw someone. 
And I was like, yeah, I swear I just saw somebody. And I said that I was knowing that I did not see someone. I was like, I at least <laughs> want to make this fun for pretend like it's fun for five seconds. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, but at the end, it ends with uh, this story about a like um, Do- Dominic Toretto type guy, a Dominic Toretto type guy who really cares about his family I- and his son dies and he goes and he, oh, he saw his son God. in this forest. Um, Ugh, uh, this uh, so sad. I don't, there, there was a, yeah, it was very There's sad. A really, like, um, really dramatically sad story to like end the whole tour. Uh huh. But there was a ghost in this forest, and so we decided, mm-hmm. me and Max Aspen and Aspen and, and Jill and Jill. Yeah, that's right. Um, so you and Jill were walking together yes. in a pair, and me and Aspen were walking together in a pair. Uh huh. We were all having a lot of fun, and it reached a moment where we were like, okay, let's go higher up into this area. And it was like a zigzagging and trail, so it went. It went slowly scaled the mountain up and up and up to which at that point after all of us kind of being in the same mood and having fun jill and i turned around to discover that uh max and aspen were holding each other like shaggy and scooby (laughs) we were literally like (laughs) clutching each other and and then i think jill said that she saw something or Uh something and Aspen and I were like, you, 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 whoa, 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 you what? Uh, I, I, I also in that experience, cause uh, I, 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 I'm a man that like is not a fool and I don't believe yeah. in ghosts. Oh, no, I mean, so- <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Me too. Um, Same. Uh, no. And, and uh-huh. I enjoy trying to believe in ghosts, yeah. but I just it's like don't. agnosticism. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I don't believe there's like ghosts you can catch on tape or I don't believe in phantoms. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> or, uh, yeah. Or ghouls. I, I have had experiences that I. You saw be, a UFO. I saw with my own eyes a UFO and I came down and said, hi. Um, and even the story that I'm telling now, Jill and I started walking up the, and there's a video of this that we have. Um, we started walking up the trail Mm-hmm. And we were doing good, and there was for so much of it, we were like, we There's were nothing. relating, commiserating to the fact that we felt a very similar, like, positive experience. Like, we were mm-hmm. like, I honestly, this feels very welcoming. And then on the video, we're walking and it's silent, and then we both kind of stop at the same time, and we're like, I think we have to turn around now, mm-hmm. um, yeah. because we both like felt something bad at the same moment, which. Again, I don't, I don't really believe in ghosts, but that's crazy. That's fucking I, yeah. crazy. I remember there was like a shuffling, which I'm certain was an animal of some kind. Uh-huh. But that shuffling noise set me and Aspen off. We turned around and we were like went all the way back down. We were like freaking out. It was. Uh-huh. Re- it's really fun to be freaked out by a ghost with a friend. Yeah. Like, it's so much fucking fun. Like, uh-huh. cause I, I genuinely, I remember like I was afraid, like, <laughs> and then as I was like thinking about how afraid I was, I was just getting more and more and more afraid. And then by the time we got to the light, we were like, oh, we, we made it. We did it. Um, mm-hmm. That guy was a total like quack. Though, yeah. In the truest sense. He Snake was oil what salesman. you might call a huckster. Yeah. Speaking of infamous hucksters, uh, do we want to talk about, a yeah. certain fellow who may also Clayton. be a fella. Clayton, how does this podcast yes. work? What do we watch? What did we watch last week? What are we going to watch next week? I thought you would never ask. Last yeah. week, by my duress, we of course watched what? Transformers 2, colon, Revenge, Revenge of, of the, the Fallen. Fallen. 
um, because what we do on this podcast is Max and I surprise each other. We shock each other. We ambush each other. We attack each other with movies. Yeah. Um, I attacked him with Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. It was very mean of me. And I think because I played it a little mean, he needed to get revenge. And Mm -hmm. he said, well, guess what? We are going to be watching... Adam Sandler's Jack, Jack and, and Jill. Jill. 2011, um, on many lists of the one of the worst films ever, 3% on Rotten Tomatoes. I think I said a higher number last episode. 3% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Um, it's, uh, I, I knew it had a reputation that was infamous. Mm-hmm. I've seen many videos talking about it. I've seen many videos from many queer communities talking about this movie and how uh-huh. maybe it it, it it was not great representation for anyone, including straight people. I don't think straight people appreciated that uh-huh. Adam Sandler is their fallen messiah, as the liberals are calling him. Yeah. But uh, that's just what I think. Clayton, what are your first impressions of this movie now that we've seen it, now that we watched it, now that we loved it? Uh-huh. So having, uh, having we, heard about this movie a lot, lived it. Yeah. Um, having lived it, I was always kind of expecting something, a, a big like mess of a movie, like a big dumpster fire. Uh-huh. And I was a little bit surprised to discover just how fucking empty this movie felt. Um, like, I, I'm trying to think. It, it will, there's trust, trust me that there is trust plenty me. to talk about. Yeah. But I'm trying to think of like what the biggest moments were. And I'm realizing that for the most part, this movie, its biggest sin is probably just that it's fucking boring, boring. and nothing happens. Exactly. It's not even that the jokes like are are that bad, which they are. Mm-hmm. But the the real issue is that there just aren't even a lot of jokes there. Exactly. Um, like the the main joke here that the main game that they are playing here is just that Adam Sandler is dressed as a woman. And it's not even necessarily that they do anything particularly funny with that as much as they just think it's funny that one of their, their men comedians is dressed as a woman. woman. So to give you the rundown, Jack and Jill is a 2011 American comedy film directed by Dennis Dugan. And Wait, Dennis a... Dugan directed this? Mm-hmm. Do you know him? Um, I think he killed that guy in a mall one time. All right. Uh, Happy Gilmore, Big Daddy, Bench Warmers, and that pronounced Chuck and Larry. So I assume he's done, like, all the Sandler things. Uh-huh. Um, uh, which I, I did not know. I'm not, I, Frankly, I'm not super familiar with Adam Sandler's film work. I know uh-huh. a lot of his SNL stuff. But... Jack and Jill stars Sandler in a dual role as twin siblings Jack and Jill Sadelstein, the former a Los Angeles advertising executive being visited for Thanksgiving by his sister from the Bronx. Jack is constantly annoyed by his sister and is horrified to learn that Jill plans to stay after Hanukkah due to an open-ended plane ticket. However, when an agency for Dunkin' Donuts demands that Jack get Al Pacino parentheses as himself for a commercial Pacino develops an interest in Jill making Jack try to convince her to date the actor despite her disinterest in him other stars include Katie Holmes as Jack's wife and Eugenio Derbez as another love interest for Jill the film features the final film performance of Regis Philbin oh wow (laughs) what a great thing to to end the opening blurb (laughs) of the Wikipedia page to be Damn. 
So do you feel like that's apt? That's an apt yeah. bio? Yeah. <laughs> one thing that just surprised me in that uh, is, mm-hmm. is the mention that Jill was there for Hanukkah. Right. Because we see her there for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. There's mentions of the their Jewishness as a family. Mm-hmm. Um, did the studio make them cut out Hanukkah stuff, do you think? We see the menorah once. Uh-huh. That is all I can really even remember from that. I'm I'm wondering if they were allowed to actually make this like a Hanukkah movie. Um because Yeah. Yeah. Hanukkah, think, I yeah. believe, lasts through most of the end of December. They they end up on a cruise for New Year's. Yeah, I'm wondering if that's like a change. Other than Yeah, that's a great point. Like other than the one menorah shot, I don't really recall them exchanging gifts. Uh-huh. There was not a lot of the Star of David was not a prominent symbol in the movie. Like you would uh-huh. think it would at least be somewhere. Uh-huh. Um, I don't remember hardly any of it. Do, I wonder, do you think that is likely that they would cut it out? Cause I, I, I think it's possible. I don't really know what's stu- well then again, uh, this pictures. actually was maybe Col- yeah, because maybe. I, I assume that most of these are also produced by happy Madison. Uh-huh. Um, and and I imagine that that would at least give it because that's Adam Sandler's production company. You know? Right. So I assume that that would give him some sway. So maybe it's just that maybe maybe we're reading too much into it because this movie is such a mess that it would be very easy for things like that to just be incoherent wonder, and not make sense. I I mean I wouldn't be surprised. I yeah. You could tell me if I am surprised about any studio doing something that <laughs> makes me feel weird or uncomfortable or bad regarding religion and or culture, and I would not be shocked at all. So what I think is really the most egregious thing, like Clayton said, it's boring. It is really a series of scenes happening that does not really have one strong thorough plot other than the, 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 the ad company that Jack works for mm-hmm. needing to do better. Uh, or I mean for, for like the Dunkin' Donuts donuts client. What was he, he didn't work for Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts like hired He worked at an ad agency and their biggest client was, was Dunkin', Dunkin donuts. donuts. They did a lot of commercials for them. And Dunkin' said, Hey, we've got a new thing called the Dunkachino and we got to get Al Pacino. And so we really thought, you know, when you watch a movie, you expect, okay, opening first act, inciting incident, uh, and then uh, acceleration of the plot, get to a peak, and then drop, uh, or I'm sorry, get to a climax, drop, chill. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what you expect. So I, I thought the inciting incident would be, uh, my sister's here. You know, or something like that. Or uh-huh. my sister, I guess it was more so that my sister was staying. Uh-huh. You know, uh, I was shocked to get the Jill reveal within three minutes of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Like the first Jill is yeah. there almost immediately. And then we get about 15 minutes of various scenes uh-huh. of just them Talk, fucking just, talking. Just talking. They, they, to illustrate that these two don't get along. Uh-huh. They 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 apparently needed fifteen minutes spent at a dinner table and in a forest. Yeah. Which it's it's there might have been the drop of the word Halloween and um, what Thanksgiving uh, early on, but it wasn't until Clayton and I 
we're like eight minutes into the Thanksgiving <laughs> table scene that we were uh-huh. like, is this Thanksgiving? Because they haven't really, they kind of just, so yeah, he picks up Jill. Jill arrives. Jill is there. And then it immediately cuts to Thanksgiving night. And they're like, where's Jill? It's 5 p.m. And it was like, wait, no, I thought Jill like just got to your house. Like I thought she just got to your house. But no, it's actually, she's actually been here for like two days now, actually. And she's sleeping in. Okay, now it's 5 o'clock. Okay, then they talk for 10 minutes. She's mad. She storms out. Then they have the exact same scene just outside. All the same characters. Uh But now they're all outside because Jill's upset. Adam Sandler asks for forgiveness. And then the film really begins because then she stays for longer. Yeah. Yeah. And over the course of the movie... Jill um, sets up a dating profile kind of early on. Yes, which is a weirdly big part of this movie. Is Very that large. It, for whatever reason, it's it's even though it's Adam Sandler, they mm-hmm. still have a woman in this movie, and so obviously her destiny is to find love. <laughs> of course. Um, and so she she's really set on this whole dating profile thing, mm-hmm. uh, and is like trying. They're, they're trying to. So he's trying to set her up. Yeah, Jack is trying uh, to set her up to, to get her out of the house to make her leave. So then he puts her ad on Craigslist and says that she's like a prostitute. I believe uh-huh. uh, oh, she God. gets she gets a date, but doesn't realize that it's Jack has done this. And and this date, I was say, I truly I um I nearly wept uh, as right, the date's at the door. The door opened knock, up. Knock, knock. Here I'm, and I'm here for a date. Fun buckets, which is his name from Craigslist, is played. By Norm McDonald. <laughs> May he rest God in rest peace. his soul. <laughs> um, uh, played marvelously, by the way. Yeah. Great job, Norm. He's in the scene. Uh, one scene, date goes terribly. Jill comes home. Jack realizes his folly. His son, he has two adopted children. I believe they're both adopted or uh, just yes, the son. Yeah. I, I think so. Yeah. Uh, and they're, they're eccentric and they're goofy and they're weird. Uh, the son makes him feel bad. So then over the course of the movie, Jack starts to come around to Jill. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he gets Al Pacino as a client. He's trying to really impress her. Sorry, he's trying to really impress Al Pacino. Al Pacino develops crush on Jill. Yes, uh, true. And Jack realizes this is my chance, you know, to finally get Al Pacino in this. Because, you know, if, if Al Pacino's not happy about it, then maybe he won't do the ad or something. Uh-huh. So, so and honestly, a kind of humorous turn of events. Adam Sandler no. gets so Jack gets in drag pretending <gasps> to be Jill, but it's really just Adam Sandler in drag. So he does uh-huh. ex- look exactly like Jill. Yes, and he goes on the date with Al Pacino. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then Al Pacino turns out to be like a creep or something, or he's like yeah. Trying to have I mean, sex he's kind of a creep like the whole, the whole movie time. too. Yeah. He like abducts her. Uh huh. Drives her around. Speaking of which, speaking of how Al Pacino abducts. A woman in this movie and like tries to like force cool. himself on her. Uh, there is a, there's a, a back a backstage behind the scenes thing where Al Pacino apparently would call Adam Sandler up regularly and just be like, "Look, um, Adam, I'm I'm really confused about <laughs> my uh, my my motivations here. Like, I don't understand why my character is doing this." To which Adam Sandler responded, "You're just playing you." <laughs> You're in, literally just playing yourself and you want to fuck me, dude. Yeah. Um, which has uh, got to feel good to just be... Pl- like, look, look, just play you and kidnap this woman. Um, 
Jack also, by the way, is a terrible fucking person. Yeah, he's he's so mean to his sister, who is portrayed as like annoying in a way, but uh-huh. not but not like deserving of vitriolic hatred, which Jack spews on her constantly. Yeah. Uh, and then by the end, I don't remember how it ends. So this is the weird point. So Jack goes and, and finally he decides he's like, uh, you know what? I'm going because Jill finds out that uh-huh. uh, basically Jack was trying to prostitute her to uh, Al Pacino to get him in the commercial. And so she's what? upset by that, understandably, because Jack is a piece of shit. Uh, and so she runs off and then Jack goes and they make up and it's happy. And then it ends with inexplicably against all odds as it shouldn't be happening right now. It ends with Don Cacino. Right. Um, even though Adam Sandler, Jack was just in this motherfucker's house and like hit him. He like castle, fucking his he, castle in his castle. And he like beat the shit out of him. Clayton, do you think there is a number Al Pacino would do this commercial for? Cause I do. I think show him the right number, the right amount of money, the right amount uh-huh. of zeros. I think Al Pacino would do it. I I think I think the number, yeah. But the issue is they clearly, from like what we heard here, they don't have the they don't have that money. They they needed to convince him with other means, right? You think that, but then he does do the commercial. So do you think? Do you think he came around? But I'm saying it doesn't make sense that he would come to do the commercial. Do you think he came around uh-huh. and agreed to do it out of the kindness of his heart, or do you think they showed him a number so big enough? I think that the movie did not think about that. Is what I think, Clayton. I think <laughs> it's written right there. Uh, you know, the Jack I, and Jill Defender has logged I wa- on. <laughs> has logged on. Oh, speaking of which, uh, we so that's the end of it. And, yes. And period. And period. But now let's get into the real shit. Yes. Max and I decided uh, ahead of time, this yeah. was Max's idea, to take a tally of every time <laughs> that we laughed in the movie. Um, so do you have yours? So I've got we mine. we are going to reveal the numbers now. So I'll say mine first. Okay. Um, so yeah, Jack and Jill is a comedy. Uh, Adam, yes. Adam Sandler is a comedian, successful comedian. He was on SNL for one, two, maybe 10 years. He did a lot of songs. Uh-huh. Ho- he's even hosted. I mean, did you see that? Um, I don't think yeah. I saw it. I don't think so. I think he's in it like 80 times. <laughs> um, but so I did a Jack and Jill laugh counter. Okay. All right. Let's, I'm just going to count it real quick. Sure thing. Go for it. Count it up. Jack and Jill style. So I laughed audibly 28 times and counting. Wow. Nice. And counting. That's not accounting for the times in my head where I was like, <laughs> but it didn't come out, you know? Uh-huh. So that's just audible, you know, using oxygen laughter, you know? So that's my, uh-huh. and okay. Clayton. Um, so all of the terms we set up, a laugh doesn't count if you're laughing uh, we were looking for laughs right. like at the joke. Genuine that the film, laughter uh, at the joke, not ironic. Yes. You're not laughing in spite of the movie. Yes. You're laughing because of the movie. Uh-huh. So for me, that counter is zero. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, this is the critical darling divide. Yes. Yeah. I love to have a good time. I was eating I was eating cereal. I uh-huh. was munching. <laughs> By, within five minutes, I was... 
I was hooting, hollering. Uh, a good I, I think. I think a lot of your laughs came from the first 20 minutes. I feel like I, I, you definitely yeah, yeah. hit a wall very early yeah. on where, <laughs> Once where the away. reality set in. <laughs> um, or maybe I just like, I have the joy of a child in my heart. Uh-huh. If we do um, expand the definition of a laugh a little bit. Maybe we should. Uh, I, have, I, I did have one, uh, which is, <laughs> I remember, remember I, I did laugh. In shock and awe, and and a bit of despair, when uh, J- Jill is on a date with Norm Macdonald's character Fun Buckets, and he goes to the bathroom, um, and she goes to check on him, and opens up the stall door, and is like, "Oh, I I guess he he didn't want to be here. Oh, um, he must have left." And she walks away, and and the camera pans up. To a ridiculous shot of Norm McDonald, who has dug his fingers into a light fixture on the ceiling and is hanging from the ceiling like a fucking rabid, like animal. It's <laughs> in uh, fear. Yeah. Um, that was that was funny. I uh, I left because I could not believe what I was seeing. Yeah. Speaking of rabid animals, do you want to uh, see a quick photo of something I saw last night? Sure. I'm sorry, Saturday night? Yes. Saturday night, I was at Cheer Up Charlie's doing a Freddie Mercury number. Okay. Uh, it went fucking great. Um, I saw a possum outside of the bar. Whoa. And look. So I didn't get a photo of it. That's just where I found it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a photo of the ground. Uh-huh. <laughs> And dirt and rocks where I saw the possum. You got my ass. Uh, I just thought that would be so fucking funny if I took a photo of the ground. <laughs> the ground. <laughs> and said, so it's not in the photo, but I, th- I saw something here. Uh-huh. A crazy thing here like two minutes ago. Damn. Um, it was so fucking good. I've seen animals there like crazy. I saw a snail there. Uh-huh. Um, I've seen a lot of shit there. Snail. Wait, I said snail. Uh-huh. Drag yeah. performance? Yeah. No, I love that. I love that stuff. Yeah. That's always there. But yeah, that's always there. Um, Man, it looks so Another good. thing that happens in this movie, another little cameo. Um, a lot of times when, when you see a cameo of somebody you like on, on, on a Critical Darlings movie, it's like, oh, man. No. Um, yeah. not, <laughs> no not this guy. Like, oh, fucking God damn it. Like, um, or, so you, you either see them because you're like, no, this guy shouldn't be doing this movie. Or you see them, you're like, no, I should not even be seeing this person anymore. Like any, yeah. any Louis C.K., uh-huh. any Weinstein name drops, like in the opening credits, you're like, oh man, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, but there's a scene when when opening. Jack is in on the cruise ship, uh, getting into drag, getting uh-huh. into the jail drag. He exits the bathroom. Or he enters the bathroom first, and the guy that's like the guy in the bathroom that oh. like gives you a mint or something. I, don't, I still don't. I don't understand that. I, I've never understood that. A mint. Um, the, is it? What do they do in there? I. Maybe why, I why do we need an employee to run the bathroom? They run sh- themselves to make sure. <laughs> to make sure you don't shit too bad. <laughs> he can't possibly enforce that. <laughs> what could he do to stop me? Also, I would never be able to. To shit whenever uh-huh. a guy is standing in the same bathroom as me. Uh-huh. 
No fucking way. I mean, imagine, imagine if you would, your job is to stand in the fucking fart room <laughs> and listen to people's shit, shit all and day. Fart. And yeah. offer to like wash their hands or whatever. And you're like 65. It's always like yeah. an older person. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> and you don't even have a chair. You have to stand there. You have to stand. Yeah. Fucking also like, what if? Okay, so what if you you shit, you pee in the toilet, and then you're like, uh-huh. oh, wait, how can do I, relate? How do I flush? Like, there's no flush. There's no flush here. Uh huh. And you like you like ask you like, um, uh, how do I flush? And he's like, I'll handle that. Hmm. And you you exit the door and he has a he's holding a big a straw <laughs> in a bib. He's like tiny. Yeah. Um, wait, you know what I never fucking see? What? Just realized this. What? I've never seen in a movie where a woman goes to a bathroom and there's a woman in the bathroom, like in the same position as like that man. That's it's true? only men. Uh huh. Is it like to make sure that men don't shit too much and they <laughs> they keep it clean? I, I have no idea. I, I truly, I don't understand what that person's job even is. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't, I don't, I don't I know. I couldn't even like, if I, if I had to put a name to what it is, like uh-huh. a, a bathroom attendant, like uh-huh. a, bath, a bathroom a poopy butler, valet. a butt butler, a butler with two T's. Oh, you just did it. You just done it. Shit myself. <laughs> you just shit it yourself. You just uh, shit it yourself. <laughs> what were you saying before? So the guy, the buttholder. Uh-huh. Um, is the guy from I Think You Should Leave. That's right. Uh, that goes, that that says he has to marry his mother-in-law and the, the wheel sketch. flies off the car. Yeah. And he does the water Stinky. bottle flip. Stinky. That guy. And then, so that guy, he comes and, and then he sees Jack go into a bathroom and then emerge as a woman in like, like in woman's clothing. In a, in a, and and stall. there's a moment, yes, of he comes over and he's like, I I think what they were going for is he's it's like a moment of like that's right own it and work it and and he comes over and kind of pushes up the like cantaloupes that are in uh Adam's Adam Sandler's boobs. bra um and he's like yeah he does and, chef kiss he does yeah and then Jack leaves to go do the uh to do the Al Pacino stuff and then Jill comes in um and then uh, he comes in and he's like, I, he, he decides he wants to do it again for some reason because uh-huh. uh, he thinks that this is just Jack. And so he comes over and just basically grabs her boobs. Um, and what happens? <laughs> I think Jill. She punches kicked, him. Okay. Punches. I didn't. Re- yeah. I, I knew she that she struck him in some way. I couldn't yeah. remember if she like kicks she his balls. Or, yeah. But yeah, she punches him and he like goes flying through a wall or something. And I remember you looked over to me and you were like, that's nice, right? <laughs> because it shows someone who, you know, like uh-huh. maybe touched the woman in a way he shouldn't have, uh-huh. being punished. I know he didn't know, but yeah. now he'll never do it again. Yeah, I, I, my issue is not with the punishment. <laughs> I just don't. I don't think we needed that to happen at all. I just thought. It, I thought it was funny. I thought. I thought altogether it was funny. Uh, that's fair. That's I fair. It was yeah. Funny. yeah. I, 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 I thought it was funny. Okay. <laughs> Another cameo, you left it out. Oh. So we watched the, actually the winner of the first round of uh, the oh, Critical Darlings right. Critics Choice Award. Uh-huh. 
uh, which is the worst movie we watched of the first 36, I believe, 32, 36. 32. Uh, 32 we watched was Master of Disguise, uh, the passion project of one Dana Carvey. Uh-huh. Uh, that came out in 2001 or 2002. It came out around then. A decade passed where he was not in any movies. And this movie, Jack and Jill, was his <laughs> return to the big screen. Uh-huh. Dana Carvey, that was that was a solid 10 years where Dana Carvey only did so, movies that are known for being the worst movies of all time. Yeah, yeah. He, he made one of the worst movies, and he's like, well... It would only be fitting to come back and do another terrible movie. Uh huh. And he did. He was only like a small. He was not what was bad about this movie. He, it was not him. Mm. Although it might have been. It was oh. 10 years after 9 11, though. It would be crazy if whenever they were filming that movie and Danny Carver was on set, 9 11 happened again. Whoa. <laughs> there, a third tower <laughs> fell. Um. Yeah, there were. I remember there were a couple cameos of people. There was. Um, uh, fucking what's his face? Not not Dax Shepard. Uh, the guy that's in all the Adam Sandler movies, the blonde guy. Dax Shepard. Um, not Dax Shepard. Um, but there were there were several people that were like in drag as along with uh Adam Sandler. Oh yeah. Um, oh, I know this exact actor. You're talking yes, about. I'll find his name as I talk about um, this. Yes, um, I I remember I remember that. But uh, Eugenio Derbez as well played his own grandmother. Um, which was strange. Which, I thought it was fine. It was, it was kind of like a funny gag, I think. Uh, -huh. um, David Spade is the name I'm looking yes, for. Yes. Yes. I don't know why I can think of that. Um, also Nick Swardson, uh, one of my least favorite people in D world. He was a slightly prominent role. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Tim Meadows, who I actually do genuinely no, always yeah, enjoy seeing. Uh, even he, if it's in a movie like this. Yes. He is. So we, we said this whenever we watched it. He is someone who anytime I see him, I'm like, oh, it's him. I like uh -huh. him. I like him a lot. Yeah. Uh, but I always like forget about him after I see him. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. But um, I mean, he was on us enough for like eight years. Uh -huh. He's a part of that that class of actors. Yeah. that And, and that is... Period. True. You <laughs> cannot deny that. You can't deny that, although people have tried. Clayton, people, yes. let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Sure. Did you ever want a twin? Um, I always thought of it. Of course, everybody watched Zack and Cody and went, if I had a twin, it would be crazy. Awesome. Yeah. Um, as an adult, I can tell you that I would be. I would not like it to have a twin. Really? I think I would be a very different person. Every twin that mm. I know is like really really close with their twin which makes yeah. sense um i am somebody who like i can't handle not having my space and like the whole I, thing I kind of, of twins need. is that they're always sharing a room or something yeah. yes i like i need distance in my life from people that i'm really close with yeah um do you know any twins i know uh a f quite a few at my work um there's a set of twins. There used to be a. There used. There have been three total twins that have worked there within like That's the past right. couple of years. That's right. Um. <laughs> uh. Two of them. I'm. Uh, uh. Two of them. I like. Yeah. Two of them. I kind of knew. Two of them. I saw in passing. Goldilocks effect. Um. There was one I remember. Uh. I was. I was training some somebody and. 
the twin, one of the twins had already been working there for a while and the other twin got hired and nobody, nobody really knew. Yeah. And so I was, I was waiting for my trainee to show up. And so this person walked up to me who I was already quite familiar with the face of from her sister and was like, Hey, I'm your trainee today. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> hey. um, and she was like, no, really. And I was like, he's like, what? I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, I'm Ashley. I was like, that's a fake name. Uh, and I'm I was, Ashley too. And I was like, uh, uh, wait, what, what are you fucking talking? Like it took me genuinely yeah. way too long. Yeah. Um, because they were just that identical. My thing with twins is that there's, I feel like there are some cases where there's, there are two twins where you can tell one of them was, is the name that the parents wanted to give the baby if it was one baby. And then the other has the name that rhymes with the name. Uh-huh. So it's like Ashlyn and Dashlyn. It's yeah. like, okay, I think that, I think Dashlyn is the fake one. Uh-huh. I would be remiss to not mention that there are two sets of twins in my family. One on my mom's oh? side, one on my dad's side. Whoa. Uh, yeah. That's crazy. Do you, yeah. Are you going to have twins then? Yeah. Nice. Would you ever, would you ever, would you ever, would you ever, would you, did you ever wish that you, we're good? Okay, good. Uh, have you ever wished that you had a sibling that you never knew about and like they're like on the other side of the country and they like live this, their own life and it's crazy and then like you meet each other? Um, I'll be quite honest. I have enough siblings. <laughs> I have <laughs> that's, four. That's actually a good point. Um, and I love them, but Period. that's enough. And I... I have a lot of older siblings, fans of the podcast, fans of people who are uh-huh. fans of me, fans of fans of my personal wiki page will know that I have a lot of older siblings who are so much older than me that it almost does feel like I am just now getting to know them. And it's almost like they're like a long lost sibling, even though I've known them my whole life. Uh-huh. Um, but they're so much older than me. It would literally be like, I, I mean, I know that you have siblings who are younger than you. It's actually probably a similar situation to to you. Like, because mm. you are the age, like, I think the age difference between your youngest siblings is the age difference between me and my oldest siblings. So, uh-huh. um, which is weird. Like, you know, they, I don't want to reveal anything about your family, but like, you know, they might be going through moments that we are in our lives whenever you're 40. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's so interesting. It, it, you know? it is, it is quite crazy. Um, yeah. the, the age differences, but you're between. all supposed to be on the same line in the family tree. Uh, yeah. That's you know, so bizarre. When it's like, that. um, I always think of it cause I have like cousins that I, I always think of as like uncle or, yeah. or aunt because they're so much older yeah. than me. And then especially to think of the fact that those same people that I already think of that way, are also cousins with my like seven year old sister. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's quite strange. It's freaking bizarro. It's freaking weird. In my, mind, eh? in my mind as a kid, I would think the whole, like, obviously this is, I, I, if I thought about this for more than five seconds, I, I would know this is not how it works, but it's like the whole world has babies and then the whole world has babies and every family tree is on the exact same altitude of generations you know what i mean mm-hmm. but that is literally so not the case at all and that people's families grow at different speeds you know what i mean so mm. some people are farther away from adam and eve than other people that's true um Max, i would, what sorry what, what were you i saying? would love a twin but yeah probably not after i'm 14 yeah what would you do to him then um, bury him alive. Okay. Max, how 
many poor little ponies with crushed legs would you give this movie? Four. Four out of ten. Okay. Yeah. What about For you? me, this is a solid one. <laughs> um, this is a comfortable one. It was just so fun to have in the background while I played block <laughs> puzzle master game on my uh-huh. phone. <laughs> Very nice. Um, Max, so, we already went over what we do in this dang movie. We already went over what we do to bad, we bad already boys. talked about what we do if you mess with us, punks. Um, so I'm just antsy because I want to know what the movie we're going to watch yeah, next is. Well, Max, what if I told you that you're, you're about you to tell me the movie had a choice. What movie? <laughs> what? Why are you laughing so hard at that? <laughs> There's mucus. That's in what my... you fucking get. That's are, what you are get we going for to mocking. school tomorrow. Um, I don't think I am. I don't think I am. Either. I'm exhausted, man. I'm <laughs> I know. I need, to, I need a day to fucking chill before our show tomorrow. If you're listening, but this far, I would love to go to school next show. week. And everybody who listens to this podcast <laughs> is invited if you can find out when. What day and what time and what stool is and where it is. And if you live in Africa, if you live in, you know, maybe Japan, if you live in Antarctica, if you live in the moon, you are welcome to Sewell at 2 p.m. Yes. On that Unless day. Unless if you live in the moon, because if you live in the moon, get you're the probably an alien. If you don't have star Good quality, luck. get the fuck out. Get, Good luck, Charlie. That's, uh, that's a quote by Candy Muse. Okay. Thirteen of Drag Race. If you don't have a star quality, get the fuck out. True. I think she's the only person on that <laughs> show who ha- is was born and raised speaking English, and only speaks English as far as I know. But still, often needed captions because of because <laughs> she talked so fast, <laughs> and then like she would say things that would make no sense unless you saw what she was saying. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she's great. Anyway, um, uh, anyway, what if you had Max a, a choice, choice red pill, between these pill? two movies? Sort of a red pill, blue pill situation. I've been there. Um, I'm going to tell you two movies. The common thread betwixt these two movies, whichever one you don't pick, we will be doing next week. Not next week, but but my next, next movie. Yeah. Um, and so I, I'm giving you a choice here. Uh, these are two movies that are bearing the torch. They are carrying the torch in a way for other movies of the past that came before them. One movie succeeds at this. Succeeds? Succeeds at this. Uh-huh. The other movie fails at, at this. this. So they're carrying the torch. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. They're both trying to continue a legacy. Okay. One of them succeeds. Okay. One of them fails. Okay. Okay. What would you like to watch oh, fuck. first? Fuck, fuck, fuck. Fudge, fudge, fudge. Frick. Let's let's Frick. Do, let's do the fails Frick. one. Let's do the fails. We're going to do the fails one first. Uh-huh. All right, flip, Max. Flip, flip. When I say the word visionary, who comes to mind? Vision from Marvel. Vision from Marvel. <laughs> when I say the word genius, who comes to mind? Um, Iron Man from Marvel. When I say the word 
film producer and writer? Who comes to mind? Zack Snyder. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, we're not we're not quite getting there yet. Um, I love guessing. What if I told you? Have that I this, heard of this movie? Maybe you've definitely yeah. heard of this person. Okay. Um, do you you know the movie? You, we've talked about this movie, maybe even on this podcast. The movie Airplane. Yeah. You love that movie, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah. You know who could maybe do it better? <laughs> Logan Paul. <laughs> because that guy decided that he was going to make... Here's the poster for this movie in case there was any doubt that he was trying to make a successor to Airplane. We're going to be watching Airplane Mode, a... Logan Paul made take starring the man himself on the movie Airplane. I am <laughs> speechless right now. I didn't react at all because I was agape. Uh, My asshole was out. What the hell? I know, yeah. I've not seen what? this. Uh, but uh, This is the first time I've ever heard of this. The reason that I even thought to put this... I For some reason, I've been... I, I started thinking fuck? about like cultivating movies. Yeah. I've got some real good stinkers lined up in, yeah, the, in yeah. the Critical Your Darlings chamber. Your eyes just got chamber. so excited. Um, I've got some great ones. Vault. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> the reason... The thing that reminded me to put this in here was when I saw the face of Nick Swardson in yeah. Jack and Jill yeah. because you best believe that he, he, he is in mode. Uh, airplane mode. Oh he my plays God. the plane. Wait, that's insane. Yeah, the poster like literally is just a recreation, but in a bit of a modern way mm-hmm. of the airplane poster, which I don't love that it does that. But uh-huh. I went to, uh, yeah, the, the plane in the poster is dabbing. dabbing. Yeah, to be clear. Um, I went to the Rotten Tomatoes for airplane mode to see that uh, the tomato meter and the audience score are both blank. There are 50 plus audience ratings and one tomato me- meter review. I'm going to click on it and see what it looks like. Okay. Uh Oh, it's rotten. Um, shit. Eric D Snyder says, we may think that as a society, we have done nothing to deserve the image of a lactating Nick Swardson, but we are fooling ourselves. This is who we are. That's the only <laughs> review uh, that we have. of this What? Movie. Um, That's crazy. So with that, lot to look forward to for the audience here. Yeah. Max, a lot to look forward to for you. Yes, in drag. Keep your eyes freaking peeled. I'm going to play something really quick. Okay. After he rips apart the beach ball of baby lemurs and tells them to go home and atrophy like normal children. What? More- I just thought that clip was so funny. Uh-huh. Atrophy like normal children. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> But no, yeah, for real. Keep uh, your eyes flipping peeled because I am going to be doing a lot more drag, yes. a lot more regularly, mm-hmm. and I'm really excited for the summer. The summer June yes. is June's already looking really stacked. Um, I I think it's safe to say I'll be doing um a show, uh, this June uh to raise funds for abortion activists and abortion resources and and, and um birth control resources in Texas soon in June. Um, I will be um, part of Big Tits, Bigger Dreams the first weekend of June. Uh, it's going to be really fun. It's going to be a great freaking uh, June, and I cannot freaking wait to see what else happens. Hell yeah. 
Um, with that, I guess I've been Clayton Chalman. And I've been Sir Maxim, S-I-R-M-I-X-M-A-X-I-M. Oh, wait. Also, come to Doghouse. Don't come to Doghouse. Oh, I'll be doing Drag on that tomorrow, too. 8 o'clock Tuesday. I think so. Did we get to go ahead for that? Yes. I think think you are doing drag, my friend. Sweet. Um... Come to the Doghouse Show at Fallout Theater on Lavaca Street at 8 o'clock Tuesday, the 23rd. Uh, but I've been Clay John. I've been Sir Maxim. And as always, stay, stay critical, critical, darlings. Or else. Uh-huh. Bye. Uh-huh. Bye.